And in this corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats. Folks, people want a champion. A man and his microphone. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the hatchet man. That's right, folks. It's Man's World Radio. Welcome to the program, your friendly, friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live, America's Big Dog, on America's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And we have a bunch of new folks joining us today out in Lynchburg, Virginia. And we want to say welcome, welcome, welcome to Hatchet Nation. And uh, we are so happy and delightful to have you all joining us. And uh, we're going to give the phone number out uh, pretty soon here. And uh, perhaps uh, some of our new listeners might like to... uh, chime in and participate in today's program. Uh, So much to talk about, uh, folks. And, um, you know, the first thing I want to do is I want to say that um, uh, a a very hearty thank you. Um, You know, this is a uh, donor-supported radio program, and uh, it's always uh, heartwarming uh, when we have uh, people that listen, uh, like what they hear, and decide to become a watchman on the wall standing right here beside uh, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, uh, Brother Craig. And, um, you know, um, to be a watchman, it's a a truly great thing, uh, you know, and I think people uh, really want to make sure that there's someone here uh, in it, to 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 really look out for the future of their children, grandchildren, and great grandchildren. Uh, we've been doing it for ten years uh, here with the really real deal. Uh, my prayer is that we are able to continue to do it, and so I just want to say, uh, give a hearty thank you. And it um, and you know we seem to have uh, repeat donors, and that's just really 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 heartwarming and uh, a really really big thank you. And, uh, you know, sometimes I wish I could call names out, but we, we don't want to do that. It's enough that the hatchet man has to take the arrows. <laughs> uh, we don't want our, our our faithful members of Hatchet Nation uh, having to take any arrows. And so, um, you know, if you're out there listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, uh, with that, you know, we um, with with this with this new audience that we have out in uh, in Lynchburg and in the surrounding uh, counties of Lynchburg, uh, many of you uh, may not know who your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig is, you know. And uh, as a matter of fact, the reason I have to say friendly, I always put emphasis on friendly. <laughs> I, uh, you know, we've uh, been blessed to interview so many wonderful people over the years. I've probably done four to five hundred 
uh, interviews. And we, we're very blessed to be able to interview very, very high-level uh, people. And, uh, and, of course, I have uh, my sweet and wonderful Mrs. Hatchet to thank, thank for that. Uh, Mrs. Hatchet arranges me really, really with uh, top-of-the-line guests literally from all over the world. And uh, so I want to say thank you to her. And uh, now Maximus the Hatchet Hound, he's looking like, okay, you know, am I going to get a mention? <laughs> yeah, the Hatchet Hound is in the studio today. You get a mention, Maximus. And uh, <laughs> okay, now here he comes. Now he heard his name. <laughs> but anyway... Um, I had an interview scheduled when the uh, Virginia Museum of Fine Arts uh, did their renovation and their reopening, and I showed up to do, I actually did the interview uh, there at the, um, at the museum, and uh, so uh, there was some assistant I met, uh, and I told her, you know, the hatchet man is here, and I, uh, she, she walked off um, kind of, um, you know, with a strange look on her face, and I overheard her uh, with a sound of fear in her voice. You know, there's some guy here who he is the hatchet man, and <laughs> oh, I died laughing. So I had to tell her, look, I am your friendly neighborhood hatchet man. I have the hatchet of truth, okay? And uh, like that sword Jesus wants us to to wield and uh you know, not everyone doesn't have to have a hatchet just like everyone did not have to have a sword. You know, when when Peter showed Jesus that they had a few swords, Jesus said, okay, that's enough. So, you know, it was 12 disciples, only two or three swords. So obviously everyone didn't have to have a sword, but someone has to have a sword, okay? And uh, that guy uh, here is uh, what the Lord has put on my heart. I have to wield this sword and uh and I enjoy doing it. So it's been an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to be able to do this uh now in my tenth year. Um we're coming up on the end of our tenth year. Uh what in the, I think the last week of November will be uh the end of our tenth year. So anyway, um a little bit about your friendly neighborhood hatchet man. I am founder and president of the First Amendment Inc. And uh, freedom is a use it or lose it proposition. That's one of my sayings. And uh, so uh, at the First Amendment, Inc., what we try to do, folks, is let folks know that if you, if you, if you act like silent Adam, okay, Satan came into the garden and, you know, the way the story was told to me growing up, it's like you would have thought Adam was out, you know, picking fruit, not that apple, but... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was catching fish. I, who knows? But that joker didn't open his mouth the whole time Satan was talking to uh, his wife, okay? And, uh, you know, God gave the man a wife so he wouldn't be lonely. And now here comes the devil uh, beguiling her with deception, you know, and uh, he didn't open his mouth. And so we don't want to be like that. Uh, we want to defend our rights. We want to have the understanding that the rights we have, they are a gift from God. And I found in fathers, they never said that uh, they were so big, bad, so wise, so pure, so righteous. Uh, although these are a lot of the lies that the Democrats try to uh, throw at them. Oh, they want to fault find, you know, to the nth degree. And but these were Christian men, and we who are Christians, we know that the very definition of a Christian is someone who needs Christ because we're fallen, okay? And so you can't be a Christian 
and perfect, okay? Now, if you want to be perfect, you have to be something other than a Christian because if you're perfect, you don't need Jesus. If you don't need Jesus, you can't be a Christian, period. So these rights, they are a gift, okay? This, this is not something the founding fathers created. And so they stated that the, the, the purpose of government is merely to defend rights, that you, when you're conceived in the womb of your mother, you're already free. You already have rights. You already have the right to, to think, to feel, to express, to act, to, to um, unite with uh, like-minded people. You have these rights. And when, you know, nine months later when you pop out, hey, you, you have these rights. And it's up to your, your mother and your father to guide you along. It's not up to the government. The government does not own you. Well, your mother and your father, they don't even own you. Okay, it's a custodial relationship. Okay, so it's not an ownership relationship. And so what we do with the First Amendment is we want to let people know that there's always someone that wants to take that away from you. And so if you have anything of value, there's someone that wants to take it. Why? Because we live, man is fallen. All right, this is the entire reason why we need a border Uh, All around the nation, you need a border around your personal property. You need a lock on your car door. You need a lock on your home, you know? And it's strange, a lot of these people that uh, cry about uh, all this horrible wall that Trump wants to build, you know, from the Pope on down. Big, huge wall around the Vatican and armed guards guarding it, okay? And uh, many of these elites uh, live in gated communities, And we all have locks. Now, when I was a boy, we didn't have locks where we had locks, but we didn't use them. No one locked the car. As a matter of fact, you never had to ask, where are the car keys? The car keys were in the ignition, (laughs) okay? A little small community, Charles City, where I grew up. And uh, no one locked the doors on the house at night. They locked them now. Things have changed, okay? It's no longer a uh, tight-knit community where everyone is either related or have known one another forever in a day. It's just not like that. And so the fallen nature of humanity has crept into all of these uh, little small communities that used to, where folks used to be able to do that, used to be able to sleep out on the porch in the summertime. Okay, and so this is what this fallen nature does is that some people are going to be affected and be by it more. Some people are going to be able to resist it more. Some people are going to seek redemption uh, sooner. Okay, and so this creates differences in people. We spoke about some of these differences in last week's program. Okay, to combat this notion that we're all just alike, and so we just. This, this, the, these differences, these create for us differences in outcomes. And so what happens is there are going to be some that are going to be envious. There are going to be some that are going to covet, okay? The 10th commandment is do not covet. Do not covet thy brother's wife, thy brother's ass. I guess that would be his Cadillac today, <laughs> you know, or his, or, his, or his big new truck, okay? But back then it, it was an ass, a donkey, a, a, a animal that you would ride on and use for as a beast of burden, okay? Do not covet his home or do not covet anything that is thy brother's. 
But there are people that are going to do that. And so, therefore, you know, that old saying, what's that old saying? Good fences make for good neighbors, okay? Because it creates order, uh, which is something that we both want, need, and rely on on the one hand. But this same order, this same sense of rules, this same sense of saying no, this is also simultaneously something particular. Well, let's say for many people. There's something that we don't like, okay? Something that we we buck against, okay? Take, for example, when you were a teenager, you know, it's like you love your parents, but you resent them at the same time, okay? You love the security, but when you want your freedom, you want to sprout your wings, now you're, you're starting to buck. There's some resentment, okay? And so this is the, the result of fallen nature, and so there's always going to be someone that's going to want what you have, that's going to perhaps take what you have, and you want to prepare yourself. And so we put a lock on our homes. We put locks on our cars. We put locks on our businesses. We put guards on our borders. But the freedom that God gave us, not many people pay, pay real close attention to that. There's just this assumption. It's like we subcontract out uh, many, many responsibilities in life. We subcontract out to the politician the, uh, to, to guard our civic life. We, we subcontract out to the school teacher to teach our children. We subcontract out to the preacher to be what we should be in our own homes. Every man should be the five Ps, you know, the priest, the pastor, the provider, the protector, the pursuer, uh, the prophet, okay? We, we're supposed to be that. And the preacher assists you in giving religious instruction to your family. It's not his responsibility, it's your responsibility. You know, ditto for the school teacher. The school teacher assists you, assists me, okay? It's not the responsibility of the teacher, it's my responsibility. It's your responsibility, okay? And so what this uh, whole idea of the First Amendment uh uh, the First Amendment, Inc., is, again, it's simple, folks. Freedom is a use-it-or-lose-it proposition, okay? And if you're not using it, if you're not studying it, if you're not understanding it, if you're not sharing it, uh, then it's at risk because, the you know, the, 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 the wise are really, really are outnumbered by the foolish, okay? They really, really are, and the devil knows this. So, well, look, anyway, we're going to take our very first break here, and uh, we're going to come back, and uh, we're going to have a few more things to discuss uh, that are events happening in the news. We're going to try to break it down and make it plain. And, uh, you know, I've been saying this for 10 years. Do I have to write everything in crayon? And for some people I do, but <laughs> we're going to try real hard to write it in crayon today, make it so plain that even a fool would not be able to make them. Not that you all, not that my audience are fools, but we just, we want to make it plain. We want to have a little fun. And, uh, and then perhaps we'll open up the phone lines a little bit early today. But anyway, we're going to take a break. We will be right back. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Place. 
Attention Tradesmen. Since 2009, CodeUpdateForYou.com has provided continuing ed courses to renew your fuel, gas, plumbing, electrical, or HVAC card. CodeUpdateForYou.com aims for simplicity from sign-up to course completion and sends in your results for you. With CodeUpdateForYou.com, you can complete your course from your home or work computer 24-7 at your own pace. Experience great customer service and get your required CEU credits by going to CodeUpdate. Number 4, letter U.com. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Aretha Franklin, freedom. You gotta think, folks. And uh, you know, there's a whole lot of folks that don't want us to be free. And uh, you best believe. And uh, and you know, one of the things I um I talk about, well, well, you know, I'm also the school choice advocate at the Virginia Christian Alliance. But we're gonna save that perhaps for our second hour school choice. And that all uh, boils down to uh, the whole notion of uh, of freedom. And, uh, you know, we also, we have a wonderful website up called the really real deal, uh, dot com, And I would just invite you all to uh, check that out sometime. And, um, you know, we have a thing on there called the seven C's of a successful society. And, uh, and now I think what I probably need to do is add a, a, a chapter or a section to this website called the, the, the eight D's of Democrat party. <laughs> okay. And so, um, you know, one of my very, very good friends and, uh, long time callers to this program, I call him big Mike. Okay. And, uh, he, he told me the once the, uh, the four D's, uh, of the Democrat party and, um, you know, I got to thinking, you know, and I really like Mike, and uh, he just has a, a great voice and a great heart. And uh, and so and I've been giving that some thought. And, uh, you know, I wanted something to kind of counterbalance the seven C's. And uh, But anyway, the seven C's, for those of you who are new to the program, uh, Christian faith, conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunities, confrontations, with evil. Okay. That's a big one. You know, Christians and Republicans don't like to fight. 
okay? Uh, they just think they just can uh, uh, engage in talking points and the enemy's going to understand, oh, I see, and, and it all will be well. No, okay? But uh, anyway, that's the fifth one, confrontations with evil. Choice in all things, okay? And again, uh, these wicked Democrats, the only thing of choice they want to give you is the choice to commit aborticide, uh, which is the most horrific form of after-the-fact uh, birth control. I mean, if you want birth control, then either purchase some birth control or, you know, keep your clothes on, all right? Period. That's for the men and the women. It's not just the woman because it takes two to tango, all right? But these people, uh, you know, they, 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 they want, uh, people to be able to do anything they want, which is uh, licentiousness. They just and then whatever the consequences of that, they want people to be able to be absolved of any consequence. And real life is just not like that, folks. It's just not like that. Okay. And so when we uh, decide to get busy in that way, uh, when when a man decides to know a woman. And when a woman decides to be known, you know, using biblical language here, to be known uh, by a man, uh, you know, depending on the time of month, this is the, a very, very natural uh, thing to occur. And so it's really not difficult uh, to prevent that from happening if this is not the right time for that to happen. Uh, but once it does happen, you no longer have two individuals, a man and a woman. You now have three individuals, okay? And we just want people to respect that, all right? There are three individuals, and this third individual is unable to speak for him or herself, you know, not itself, for him or herself. It's a boy or a girl. It's not a it, okay? It's a boy or a girl. And so, but that child cannot speak for itself. And so someone has to be the champion for that child, okay? And so this notion of choice that somehow by um, de denying the, the woman the uh, opportunity to commit after-the-fact birth control, you know, somehow you're controlling her body. No, no. To control her body would be preventing her from committing before-the-fact birth control. That would be controlling her body. No, but uh, she has free control. She and the man, they got together. Uh, now this precious life is there. And so this is the only choice they want. But, you know, to educate that child in accordance with the mother and the father's wishes, well, if you can afford uh, that extra expense, then that would be fine. Otherwise, there is no choice, okay? And we could go down a long list of other choices that uh, these uh, Democrats uh, do not want you and I to have, okay? And so uh, we are opposed to those things, and we believe in freedom because God created us free, therefore choice in all things. And then the seventh one is simply consistency in the application of law. And uh, now we're up against our bottom of the hour break, but I'll expand on that one. Uh, well, we'll just expand on all seven of them. And then we're going to get into the eight D's of the Democrat Party. We will be right back. Thank you. 
can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program. The really real deal. And we want to say uh, thank you again for joining us. And we also want to say again, welcome to uh, our new listeners out at WBRG uh, out in Lynchburg, 1050 a.m., the uh, Super Talk station out in the uh, Lynchburg area, uh, also on uh, 104.5 FM and 96.9 FM. Okay, so uh, on three stations out there in the uh, Lynchburg area. So uh, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate you all uh, joining us. And uh, I just want to say uh, thank you to Brent Epperson uh, for bringing the really real deal uh, out there to uh, the uh, Lynchburg area. So uh, back to what we were sharing uh, with you all about the uh, the seven C's of a successful society. Uh, and, of course, you know, anyone that's paying attention uh, to the news these days, uh, you can very easily see that, uh, you know, that that final of the seven C's, consistency and application of law, uh, which is something you, you know, to have a successful society, you really must have rule of law, okay? Uh, and um, that there must be uh, consistency in the application of that law. You can't have uh, one set of law for Republicans, another set of law uh, for Democrats. You know, one set of law. I mean, we, we, we've been through this uh, throughout the history of this nation as the nation has grown uh, from its beginnings to where only uh, landowners, okay, uh, actually white male landowners, they were the only ones who could vote, okay? And so uh, the vote gradually uh, got expanded uh, to the point where you didn't have to own land, you didn't have to be white, and you didn't have to be a male, okay? And, uh, and by the way, the Republican Party championed all of that, and the Democrat Party fought all of that, okay? And so uh, here in, in modern times, you would think that the opposite were true, because the Democrat Party, and, and again, I, and I really, and I need to, this is the, for you out there in our new listening area, this is the first time you're hearing me say this, okay? So if you're a Democrat, listen carefully. I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Democrat, okay? And, uh, and the folks watching on Facebook, they're seeing, you know, it's like I, I, it's like I have my hands up. <laughs> okay, I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Democrat. Just like now the Republicans are going to get their turn today. We, you know, we got, a, you know, a, a little spanking for them too. But when I start spanking on Republicans, I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Republican, okay? We're talking about folks in leadership, okay? We're talking about folks that are the drivers of these issues, not the people that are quite often under deception, okay? And so this is uh, why a, uh, a free media is so valuable uh, because uh, you're able to uh, get different ideas and uh, now, of course, you you could um, you could be like uh, 
what Paul wrote in his final uh, letter to Timothy, uh, where he said a day would come when people would gather unto themselves teachers that would tickle their itching ears, okay? And so uh, if you're listening to this program, you're getting unvarnished truth, okay? You're getting a sword that's sharp on both sides, okay? Uh, We go after Republicans and Democrats, all right? So we're not just saying, uh, well, you know, Republicans can do no wrong and, and Democrats are, 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 are evil. You know, we're not, we're not saying that, okay? But there is a thing called truth. One plus one equals two. It does not equal what you want it to equal, okay? It does not equal what is convenient for it to equal, okay? Uh, you know, it might be convenient for one plus one to equal 11, Okay, or as the shyster would 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 tell you, you know, we'll take your one million dollars and we'll put it with my one million dollars and we'll have eleven million dollars. Wow, that's nine million dollars profit. Okay, that that's not how it is. It's uh, it's two million. You'd be well advised to keep your million in your bank and let him keep his million in his bank if he has one. He probably doesn't. Okay, so this is the nature of truth, and so. As a a teacher, as a watchman on the wall who is delivering truth, and we give out the number. As a matter of fact, we'll go ahead and give the number out now because, you know, anytime you stand behind a microphone the way I have for 10 years and you declare that I am a watchman on the wall and I am delivering truth, people should have a right to challenge that if I if I utter one syllable that is in error, okay? And the number here is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And, uh, and for 10 years, I, you know, I've been challenging, you know, hoping that uh, a Democrat, particularly uh, a Democrat in leadership, would call up and challenge me, okay? And uh, it it never happens. You know, every now and then, uh, some far-left winger that's just under deception will uh, think he can take the hatchet man on. And uh, he'll call up here, and uh, he or she had a she uh, every, uh, every now and then. Usually it's a guy. Okay, but every now and then they'll think they can do battle with the hatchet man. And you're welcome to try now. But I would just say if you want to do that, if you want to dial 804-454-1366, pack your lunch. Okay, and I don't mean celery and tofu. I mean a thick burger. Okay, pack your lunch. It's going to be a long day. And so but anyway, we would love to hear from some of you. But in the meantime, I'm going to go on with uh, what we're talking about, this comparison. And these are some of the things that we do uh, at the First Amendment, Inc. here at The Really Real Deal. We try to take the things that uh, people are looking at uh, where other radio hosts deal with a a repetition of minutia, things that uh, if you're a fan of talk radio, uh, quite naturally, a lot of these issues you're going to already have some familiarity with. Okay, because they will have been repeated, uh, sometimes ad nauseum, just repeated over and over and over again. And, you know, and you'll have uh, a a host, particularly some of these guys on TV. Okay, I don't know how, you know, I think uh, Tucker's a nice guy. I like Tucker. I enjoy his program sometimes. Okay, but how does the guy make, you know, make that face? How does he scrunch his eyebrows up? And and pretend to be surprised five nights a week. 
Okay, <laughs> he's always interviewing some crazy nutcase person, and they're always spouting the same nonsense. But he looked, oh, really? I didn't know that. I'm shocked. You know, it's uh, what was that uh, Bogart movie? The guy said he's shocked that there's uh, gambling in this establishment. I tell you, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Okay, and uh, well, the Hatchet Man, I'm not shocked. Okay. And so I don't want to get into that uh, repetition of, uh, you know, playing this person's interview and this outrageous statement to some idiot from Hollywood or some nitwit that bounces a ball for a living. Uh, you know, I mean, these guys, they, they cannot do what I do any more than I can do what they do. Now, perhaps the acting I can do. I've done some acting. But uh, bouncing that ball, those days are long behind me, folks. So, I, you know, I can't put that ball in the hoop uh, well enough for you to pay me $100 million to do it. I, that's just not my gift, okay? Uh, but these people, they think that because they have a gift for throwing a ball or hitting a ball or knocking someone over uh, or reading a script in, in, in a movie, uh, that therefore they can uh, opine uh, and, and, and have something of value that can add to the national conversation. And I'm just here to say, folks, no, that's just, uh, you know, quite often that really is just not the case. Uh, it's, I, I think it's just uh, a travesty to just uh, have these ideas fomenting the uninformed and the uninformed are riled up because this is the only thing that people in opposition to truth, people who oppose the seven C's of a successful society, Christian faith, conservative values, constitutional limits, capitalistic opportunities, confrontations with evil. You know, the evil don't want you to confront them. The evil want you to lay down. Uh, choice in all things and consistency. They don't want consistency and application of law. They want it like it is now, where Hillary Clinton can have this uh, email server that she set up for the express purpose of hiding her criminality, which, again, that never gets discussed. That, that part, the, the why of it, this is what I try to get to. Why is this happening, not what's happening? We all know about the, the email server, but how many people ask the question, okay, well, uh, you know, why, why is that a big deal? Why is it a big deal for, you know, Hillary's email? So what? You know, now for me, I have more than one email address. So, you know, if I use this one or if I use that one, it's no big deal. But for uh, someone in high political, powerful office, it does matter, okay? Because what they create is work product, okay? You try working for a company that invents things and you are under their employ. They purchase the uh, place where you work. They've invested millions and sometimes billions of dollars uh, for you to be a part of that uh, enterprise. And as a result of your efforts, something of value is created, okay? Now, you try that in the private sector to say, oh, well, you know, I've, I did this, so I'm going to put this on my personal email, and then I'm going to benefit from it. Try that in the private sector, okay? It will not work, okay? Because that's work product, all right? And if you want to be able to do that and control it, you need to not be a part of that enterprise, okay? Same thing in the, in the government sector. 
Well, what they do with the emails there, that's government work product. And just like the private sector owns it, in the government, the government sector owns it, which is all of us, you and I. We own those communications because if uh, Mrs. Clinton or any other, you know, um, Mueller or Comey or, or, or Rosenstein, any of these people, okay, if they were in the private sector, they're free to use whatever they want to use. It's none of my business at that point. But it is my business and it is your business. And the why of it is because the Democrat Party is a criminal enterprise, Okay. Now, if you love Democrats, if you're a part of the Democrat Party, perhaps you should analyze uh, what I'm saying in the light of fact and truth, not emotion. Okay. And so listen to me carefully when I say they are a criminal enterprise. Okay. These are people that want to live at the expense of not only their fellow Americans, they want to live at the expense of future Americans. Okay, and this is something that Thomas Jefferson said, uh, creating a debt burden for a future generation. That's intergenerational theft. Okay, so the Clintons with these uh, huge multimillion dollar scams that they have been running all throughout their tenure in government. Okay, Uh, you know, a little country boy hick from Arkansas and. His 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 Illinois born wife who comes to Arkansas and, and you know and develops a southern drawl all of a sudden and 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 you know plays the role and cries broke when they leave the White House. These people are closing in on having a net worth of a half a billion dollars. Okay, now, so where'd all that money come from? If they were broke because Bill Clinton had to defend himself in court for all of his really, really egregious uh, behavior towards women, Uh, real, real egregious behavior, not, you know, he say, she say, you know, not, 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 not uh, minor stuff that's been blown up, but really, really, I mean, even to the point of rape in one case, literal physical rape, okay? Um, They're supposedly so broke. And so 20 years later, they're worth Three, four hundred thousand, uh, three or four hundred million dollars. Okay. So, what this email server did was conceal all of these things. And Barack Obama knew it because Barack Obama contacted her on this email address. And so, these are people that were engaging in a an elaborate criminal enterprise, and you can't even get of these low-fat Republicans to call it that, you know? And it's, 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 it's really aggravating to me that I'm one of the few in media that will say these things, okay? And, and, and you look at a lot of major issues, I have to stand alone. For example, every year on 9-11, I'm one of the few that will tell you the true history of 9-11. Why did, why did they attack on September 11th? You know, it goes all the way back to uh, two defeats that the Muslim world suffered, uh, one at the hand of Jan Kowalski in, uh, in the gates of Vienna. And, the, uh, the, uh, and then 83 years later, and this, was, this one was in the 1500s, okay? In the 1600s, you had the exact same thing happen on the exact same date, September 11th, a major defeat uh, for the Ottoman Turks. And so ever since then, 
September 11th has been something that's stuck in their mind. So on September 11th, uh, they are going to do something uh, to 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 uh, pay back the Christian West. Okay, and so uh, September 11, 2001, this is why the date was chosen. And so on September 11th, this is never brought out. It's never very, very few. I think the only one, the only national uh, presence that I've heard even discuss it remotely. uh, I've heard Michael Savage discuss it a little bit, and I've heard Mark Levin discuss it. Uh, a little more in depth than uh, Michael Savage, but I've not, I've never heard Rush Limbaugh mention it. I've never heard Sean Hannity mention it. Uh, certainly, I've never seen anyone on television uh, mention it. Uh, never. And that's not to say that it didn't get out and I missed it, but I've I've not seen it. Okay, and on September 11th, this should be in the forefront. Now, had that been in the forefront, then on September 11th. When uh, in in Benghazi, we would have been ready, okay? We would have been ready, but instead, what did you get? Oh, it was a video, okay? And again, no consistency in application of law because Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama were at the top of that. They were in the the, um, situation room, and Barack Obama's whereabouts are unknown. They're unknown. No one will speak about where Barack Obama was, but there was a live... Um, drone cam that saw the entire thing. And one of the uh, gentlemen there, uh, uh, Tonto, Chris Peranto, Tonto, a good friend of mine, uh, we actually had uh, him and uh, a couple of his other buddies, Tig and Oz, were actually in studio with us uh, later, uh, either it was later that year or early, actually it it was the next year, it was in April of, uh, the next year, we had them live in studio, shared their story. And we've been honored and blessed to have uh, Tonto on the program several times since then. And so had 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 this been the forefront of our thinking, that would never have happened because on September 11th, you naturally, you should be on alert, okay, naturally. Okay, it's just like in the Muslim world on their holy days, they are on alert because on their holy days, they attack each other. The Shia will attack the, um, the Sunni, and the Sunni will attack the Shia, okay? And so they know that this is going to happen because historically it has happened many, many, many times. And so they're naturally on alert. And so to be forewarned uh, is or should be to be forearmed. Uh, but anyway... These are these are some of the things you know. This the the, the uh, consistency and application of law. If you if you if you if you had that uh, by now, Hillary would be wearing a uh, an orange jumpsuit, and uh, Barack Obama would have been impeached. Okay, but see, uh, that's that's just not going to happen. As a matter of fact, uh, for those of you who say, "Oh, hatchet man, you just hate Democrats," well. How about this? John Roberts should have been impeached. Since we're talking about consistency and application of law, John Roberts, Chief Justice, should have been impeached, okay? And he should have been removed from the Supreme Court. Why? Because he violated the Constitution to give approval to the Obama scam health care law, okay? And it's not Obamacare. I begged and pleaded with these nitwit Republicans, please don't call it Obamacare. And they just strode up to the to the uh, microphones and the cameras. Oh, 
Oh, this, this is Obamacare. We're going to attach. It's going to fail. It's going to be a big failure. We're going to attach his name to it. He's going to be sorry. Yeah, Obamacare, Obamacare. I mean, I'll... Goodness gracious, I got so sick of hearing the term Obamacare. And I try to tell these people, I wrote about it, I spoke about it, we, I did speeches about it, I did television programs about it, talked about it on the radio time and time again. Please do not call it Obamacare, call it Obama scam. And I can't count the number of authors and Republican lawmakers that I interviewed. Now, we do invite Democrat lawmakers, but they very rarely come. Okay, one has come in 10 years. Okay, one. And, uh, you know, we invite them, but they choose not to come. But of all the years of asking them to, with uh, the the Obama, what I call Obama scam, and they call Obama care, would you please start calling it Obama scam? Not a single one has ever uttered, uttered the word Obama scam. And so I started a hashtag, Obama scam, which is, you know, it's kind of out there now, but, you know, I, I got that started, Obama scam, because if you say Obamacare to people, they hear two words. They hear the name President Obama, and then the other half, they hear, okay, he might be wrong, but he cares, Okay. And so people don't understand marketing. People don't understand catchphrases. Trump understands this. This is why Trump is president, and this is why Trump is being successful. But prior to Trump, you know, Republican Governor Goofball and Republican Senator Stupid, they don't get this. They just, and this is simple. This is not rocket science. They do not get it, okay? When you say Obamacare, people think the man cares, okay? And, you you know, not too many people, I mean, and, 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 and it aggravates me that these interviews, they, this is why I tend to like to have 15-minute or 30-minute, sometimes one-hour interviews. You know, it's hard to get into a subject with a guest in a three-minute, five-minute, seven-minute segment. But that's the model of most of these programs. You know, quick interview, in and out. Okay, you you need time to explain to people the history of universal health care. It's not that, you know, this half of the government, they, you know, the Democrats, they like you and they are the champion of the little guy. And then this other half over here, the Republicans, they don't like you. And they, you know, they just like rich people and they hate poor people. They hate brown people. They hate black people. They hate red, yellow. They hate women. They hate children. They hate clean air. They hate clean water. It's it's ridiculous. You know, it's ridiculous. And it becomes a caricature of itself even. It's just, it's ridiculousness compounded on top of itself. It's just... It's mind-boggling, okay? And so what you have to do is you have to go into the history of it and find you and you and you tell people, well, Vladimir Ilyich Lenin is the is is the modern day founder of, of universal health care. Now he's not the founder, he's the modern day founder. But this goes all the way back 2,500 years ago to Plato and Hippocrates. Plato wanted the government to be the intermediary between the doctors and the patients. The doctor was a government employee in order to control the population. Hippocrates, the founder of the Hippocratic Oath, wanted said, no, that should not be. The doctor should be a private citizen, and he should have a private relationship with his patient, and it's none of the government's business. And so this is not a new thing. 
okay? This is 2,500 years old, okay? Just like so much is, is, is not new, okay? The whole idea of government deception. This is not a new thing. You just pick your Bible up and read about it, okay? Herod, you know, wanted to know where Jesus was as a little baby so he could go kill him. He's, you know, the three wise men. Deceptions. Hey, you know, you guys, after you go see that baby on the way back, why don't you come by here and let me know where he is? Because, you know, I, I kind of want to go and pay my respects to him too, okay? And, uh, but they were what? They were wise men. They were not low-fat Republicans. They were not tofu and celery Republicans. They were wise men. And so as wise men, they said, hmm, something's not right about this. So they, they left and went home by another route. It's in the Bible. It's not the word of Brother Craig. That's the word of God, okay? Nothing, I mean, book of Daniel, same thing. Oh, we can't find anything wrong with Daniel, uh, we got to get rid of this guy, so we're going to set him up, okay? And so you wonder, what's this thing with Trump, this is a new thing. No, it's not a new thing. Read the book of Daniel in your Bible. It is not new. There is no new thing under the sun, okay? No new thing. And so we have to just uh, understand these things, and we have to delve into them a little bit deeper than you get with the minutiae and the repetition that goes on on other programs. So anyway, I'm a little long-winded here. We're going to take our top-of-the-hour news break. If you're just joining us, and particularly if you're on uh, the new, uh, the new, our new uh, affiliate, uh, WBRG, out in uh, Lynchburg, Virginia, we want to say welcome. You're listening to The Really Real Deal, and I am your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. We're going to take our top-of-the-hour news break, folks, and we will be... Right back. You see, man made the cars to take us over the road. Man made the train to carry the heavy load. Man made the electrolyte to take us out of the dark. Man made the boat for the water like no for spacious skies for amber waves of grace. Welcome back to the program, America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's big dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, we want to say welcome again to the program. And uh, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, has made a really, really big faux pas this morning in welcoming our new uh, affiliate. <laughs> and uh, and I have to laugh at myself. Our new affiliate is actually WLVA at 580 a.m. 
And uh, so uh, that is not a good way for your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, to uh, to start out. And so uh, my apologies uh, there. And so, but we want to, we do want to say welcome, and we uh, we really uh, appreciate Mr. Epperson uh, for bringing us on board. And uh, and uh, the 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 Epperson uh, Radio Empire is uh, quite extensive, <laughs> so uh, there there are so many choices out there. Uh, but we we just really want to say thank you, and we will uh, open up the phone lines eight zero four four five four one three six six eight zero four four five four one three six six. If anyone would like to uh, call in and uh, opine on anything that they're uh, hearing, it could be good or bad. Or you know, you 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 may have a question about uh, who is this hatchet man. You know, it's funny. We used to have this um, this uh, radio promo. Well, we still have it. We we play it from time to time. Still, uh, we we where we're literally we're waterboarding a terrorist, and the interrogator is asking the 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 uh, terrorist. Who is this hatchet man, and where can we find him? <laughs> and after they dunk him in the water a few times, he finally says, "Okay, okay, brother Craig is the hatchet man, and you can find him at okay." And then you fill in the uh, radio station. <laughs> and so, um, anyway, uh, I always thought that was a uh, really, really uh funny thing and uh and you know for years for ye- we used that thing for years and I was hoping that uh the United Nations would send me their famous sternly worded letter uh telling me to cease and desist uh, with my uh making fun of terrorists and uh you know uh kind of uh terrorist abuse but I never did I never did get that uh sternly worded uh letter now uh due to my affiliation with the uh, Virginia Christian Alliance. Now, I'm the school choice advocate over there. Uh, we did get something almost as good, almost as good, not quite as good as getting, um, you know, a sternly worded letter from the United Nations, but the Southern Poverty Law Center, they put us on their hate group. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so that's a good thing because those jokers, those haters, if, if, if if the wicked hate you, you're doing something right. Okay, now if the hit, if the wicked are kind of cool with you, uh, then you know maybe you want to check yourself. Okay, but um, and uh, uh, speaking of um, the 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 wicked um, not liking you when you do your job, I'm going to share with you, uh, and I alluded to this earlier in the program that I would I would do this, and I'll go ahead and do it now. Uh, this was a couple of years ago, our local uh, newspaper, they uh, put a request out to eight writers in the state of Virginia, across the state of Virginia, to write an article, all eight of us, to write an article on the same subject. And the subject was, do you trust the news media? Okay, and so um, I think it was February 4th, uh, a couple of years ago, and so my article appeared. I was the seventh of the eight articles. They were all in the Sunday paper uh, at the same time. And so I was shocked. I was literally shocked that out of eight people, out of eight people, I would have guessed that at least six of the eight would have had a very, very firm, no, I do not trust the news media, okay? I was shocked to find that I was really the only very, very firm no, Okay, Uh, 
one guy was a very, very firm yes, okay? And that was uh, former Lieutenant Governor Bill Bowling, okay? And uh, his, his, his thing was, well, they've always been fair to me. And so I think they do an excellent job. And I'm, I'm not going to read his article, but uh, that was the gist of his article, <laughs> which I have said, well, you know, if you're a low-fat Republican, why would the media attack you, okay? It just, it just doesn't make sense. You're already whipped, okay? If you're toting a set of blueberries, there's no reason, you know, you, 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 you go after the onion toter. You don't go after the blueberry toter. Okay, and so this is why they are relentlessly after President Trump, because, you know, you've not had a president tote a set of onions like this since Ronald Reagan. Okay, you just, you know, with all due respect to the two Bushes and uh, you just you just haven't. Okay, both both Bushes were weak. Okay, Reagan was strong. Trump is strong. And in many, many ways, Trump is even stronger. Okay, and that's not a knock on former President Reagan. It's the times in which we live, the times in which we live. But anyway, the um, so the 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 article that I wrote, and it's kind of a short article. So you know, I'll go ahead and um, and and just uh, and just read uh, some of this article here. And uh, well, actually, we have a caller. Uh, to the program. So I'm going to, I don't want to be interrupted in, in reading this article. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to welcome our caller uh, to the program. Hey, Hatchman, how you doing? Chris, I, I can't hear you, Chris. Oh, okay, hold on. Can, can you hear Are me you, now? Okay, I can hear you now. All right, brother. Hey, hey, I haven't called you in a while. You know me, pragmatic uh, Democrat. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and so, you know, I've been on that Democrat thing today. And so, That's all right. uh, yeah, That's all right. I can always hey, depend hey, not, on you to call up. Hey, hey, we're, we're not going to, I have learned uh, that uh, one thing I like about your show was when we talk about policy, you know, because I think you're good on policy. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Here's, 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 here's my question for you. It drives me crazy, Hatchet, man. We have a public school system. My my boys have gone through it. They've done exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I see I see people coming from other countries that don't even have a command of English, but and they, they do well, us. right? So so here's the thing. This is what I'm gonna drop in your lap. Okay. Why why are so many people, um, either opposed or it's not so many, I guess. But why is there a certain sect of conservatives that don't think it's viable to be a part of the school system? Meaning meaning that. You have a voice, and you use your voice to go on the radio, and yes. that that affects people every day, right? Yes. Why is why as a Christian wouldn't you think that you should be a part of the school system so you can affect it in in in, in your way or give your good question? How is, good yeah. good question. Now let let me answer it. Okay, good, right very ahead. very good question. Because my idea is to just blow the whole thing up and have a private system because let's take the uh healthcare healthcare so-called system okay there should not be a healthcare system any more than there should be a uh food distribution quote unquote system there's private food production F- private farmers grow food 
uh, you know, wholesalers, they buy it and then and distributors and it goes down to retailers and and right, ditto right, for right. restaurants. You know, you, no one tells you because you live in this zip code, you have to go to this restaurant or shop at this grocery store. And in, right. in healthcare, it should be that way. Private sector. I don't know if you were listening earlier, but I was talking yes. about the difference between Plato and Hippocrates. Hippocrates wanted private health care, meaning that there is a private relationship between the doctor and the patient because the doctor has the expertise. The patient knows their own body. And so no one cares more about my health care than me, okay, with the possible exception of Mrs. Hatchet, which you know, quite often, if you know, if I'm aching, you know, she will care more than I care. Okay, I'll just lay down. She'll want me to take something or go to the doctor. But, right, you know, right. so education is the same way. No one cares more about your children than you, Chris. Okay, and so right. to think that the teacher cares more or the administrator cares more or that the Democrat Party care more, what they care about is the same thing that they care about in health care. Is control. And so since okay, Lenin okay. was the founder, the modern founder, because it, it goes back to Plato, okay, actually not Lenin, uh, but Lenin picked up on what Plato wanted. So, hey, this is a great way to control people. You So, you know, because you can't shoot everybody, okay? You just shoot enough of them to get their attention. Then you want to control them. And that's the okay, thing. Okay, I'm, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm come back at you. I'm going to give you a shot and come back at me. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this about that. Um, what you just said about the private, uh, pr- private uh, option or school choice option. Well, no, Here's not my- option. You you heard me wrong. Uh, see, okay. the the problem we have now is that it's an option. Okay, and so being that it is an option, so well informed people like yourself and you strike me as being very very well informed. Okay, so you know how to live in the right neighborhood so that when the school board says you you live in this neighborhood, you go to this school, I would bet you money your children didn't go to a school like Wickham Court Elementary, okay, or in or any of the schools near any of these housing projects. I, I would bet I would bet the mortgage money on that, Chris, because you are very well informed and so you know that you need to check out the lay of the land and purchase a house in an area where people similar to you uh, who are, you know, educated and who care about their community. There's no trash on the ground. It's not a place of violence. And there are an abundance of uh, married couples rather than uh, single-headed households. And that way, your children get to go to school with children that have inputs in them similar to the input that you gave your children. Well, it's interesting you say that because you and I both have a common thing about being raised i was being i was raised by a single mom yeah father, me too a family right so i grew up in fairfax county and got the best public school education money could buy there's no question about that even even though we didn't have that kind of money i grew up in that county right so I, See, I, I, I benefited from that so now what now, about the people now this is the thing about ed- education and this can be applied to many many other areas of life there are some who will no matter what there's some who won't no matter what but the, most of the people fall in the middle. I mean, if several years ago, there was an heir to the DuPont um, fortune right. that uh, killed a guy, you know, and, and went off to prison. It was a, uh, they, were, they were wrestling. It was something stupid, okay? Right, and then right, you'll right, find right. people born in poverty. So that's why I say some people, no matter what the obstacle, 
It's just in them to succeed, and you can't stop them from succeeding even if you try 24-7. They are just going to succeed, okay? okay. And okay. Well, some me, people me, me. Can, can have the best parents, the best of everything, right. and they're going to fail. But most people, Chris, it matters. Education matters to most people. And so where Absolutely. do you get the best case of people caring about it from the parents, from the community, from that which is close to the child, or from the bureaucrats way up where it's impersonal? Which one well, works hold on, best? Hold on, hold on. What I, what I want to agree, what I want to talk about is the things we, I know both of us agree on. Education is, the, in my opinion, is the single most important thing we have to do. We have to educate our citizens because dumb people make dumb decisions. Well, um, but that's like saying one plus one equals two. We agree well, on that, on, and, but we, and we know that. It, and so, you know, but, 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 but go but, ahead. But Hatchet, man, but, but Hatchet, man, here's the thing. This is the truth. They are making it more difficult for people to get educated. It, well, they who is the they? You have to describe well, who the they is. Who? Oh, I, I, absolutely. We're, we're going to talk about that. The, the, the aspect of education as a whole, I don't care Republican, I don't care Democrat. The but you have to is, care because the ideas about education are diametrically opposed. On the one hand, hold on a second, hold on, hold on. Hold go on. ahead. I'm, 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 what I'm trying to tell you is it 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 spans both parties. Okay, my brother, who is uh, 58 now, when when we lived in uh, Ferris County, my brother was able to work at a Safeway. Okay, ride his bike to George Mason University, pay for his college, and get out. Not on a thing and going to the Navy as a Navy pilot. What year that was that? That cannot be done now. What year was that? that no, it can't. And this that, is why that was, it can't. That was, that was 19, so he went from 1977 right. to, to 1981. But now, see, this is what has happened, Chris. You have to understand that Democrats run education, okay, for the most part. And this is them. When they are, when you poll educators, it's like 90 to 1, 90 to 10, 9, 9, 90%. Democrat is similar with uh, media members when you po- and it's similar with attorneys. Those three groups, when you poll them, they self-report as 90 percent Democrat. So they run this and they've run it for many, many. They've run it for decades. And so anything that they control, the cost goes through the roof. And so you're talking about in an era before their control was so firm like it is now. But the prices as as far outstripped the uh, the economy as a whole uh, by a factor of five or six times. It's not even close. And so what they have is they have a little fiefdom where you have professors. They only have to teach three or four classes. They have teaching assistants do a lot of the heavy lifting uh, for them, and they're making two and three hundred thousand dollars salaries. And every year, the Richmond Times Dispatch, like many newspapers around the country, publishes a list of the highest paid people in government um, all across the state of Virginia. And I challenge you to find me more than one or two people in the uh, in the top ten that are not university professors. Okay, okay. So, so well, these I'm, people, I'm, I'm, they're getting I'm, rich. I'm, 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 they're really getting they're really, getting I'm, rich off off of this. Okay. I, I really I really want your take on this question. It's my last one. I'm, I'm gonna shut up after this. All right. No, I'm enjoying you. you. Go go ahead. <laughs> okay. I love talking to you, my man. What what I what I would what I would ask you is this. This is another you know uh, issue for me. I've studied the school choice option. I understand you don't want it as an option. You want to get rid of the whole thing. But I've looked really deep into this. And here's my question for you. I see the 
the the the idea, the motivation. I actually have seen school choice work in areas like Arizona. It's it's a very in Louisiana. Right. But see, it's a very regional specific thing because if, if in Arizona and I'm not picking on anybody, Arizona happened to have a Republican governor who ran that into the ground, who ran their education system into the ground, just like we have Democrats who done the same thing. And now school choice is an option because it's doing well because the public school system wasn't funded. So and it wasn't allocated properly. So money wasn't going to the right places. It wasn't being now, used Chris, properly. Chris, you just got through saying that your brother got an excellent education and there was no great cost to it. So it can't be the, the, the problems with education. It can't be because a Republican governor all by herself. No, 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 no. Uh, you me. know, ran it. I mean, come on now. Yeah. All by no, herself. No, no, no. Hear me, she... hear me, hear me say this. <laughs> I, I, I want you to hear me say this. I don't care about parties. I could care less. I'm, I'm a policy. Well, but I do care because and the reason why I care is because good policy is typically coming out of the Republican Party. And I did that. say typically now. Sometimes okay. there are there are low fat Republicans that will do this go along to get along thing with okay. uh, with well, the Democrats. On. I won't mention I will not mention Republican Democrat again. Let me just get this point out. Okay, go okay, ahead. The bottom, the bottom, the bottom line is this, this school choice thing. Here's the issue, and I want you to speak to this. Mm-hmm. L- let's just deal with truth. The truth is, there are people in this in this in this country who have the means, and they're going to try to get the best education system that they can get for their children. You, you, you and I both agree on oh, that. Oh yeah, I don't blame them. They not only do they have the means, but more importantly, they have a mindset. Because as you accurately pointed out in your opening statement, that people come here and they can barely speak English, and they get excellent educational outcomes because right. what they have is the same thing you have, the same thing I have—a cohesive family unit where there's structure for the children and guidance. And education is held okay, up as okay. something that's important. Okay. So even in a bad system, see, even in a bad system, someone is going to succeed. Okay, and so my thing is for the people that are not as blessed. To have uh, to have it at home like that, okay. Uh, and as you pointed out, you grew up uh, in in a broken home, but you grew up in an excellent school system, and so the school, the community was able to fill in the gaps. And this is what we're missing today, okay. So okay, well, today, me, if you me, have me, excellent parents, you can succeed. If you don't, then you know, who's filling in the gap? Who's standing in the gap for the children that are not that blessed? Like, your children okay. are blessed, Chris. I mean, listen to you. We, You and I, we've been talking on the radio for 10 years. You're very articulate, intelligent, passionate. You, your children are blessed, okay? every Now, what about the children that are not that blessed? What about well, that's them? That's what I'm talking about. That's that's the point I'm trying to point out. Here's the thing. What I want to see, and this is, and, this, and if you're, you, you know, you're a Republican guy, if you want me to uh, lean your way and start looking more at the Republican Party as an entity and looking at the more positive aspects, this is what I want to see. Let's get busy giving these people who are disenfranchised. We already know that there's parents out there that uh, don't have the, the, the impetus, knowledge, and maybe they weren't raised properly. So now they're producing children who are not looking at education the yeah, right way. Who it's are not the apple in the, the tree. Yeah, right. it doesn't they, they, fall they, they far. Part, part of this is, as you know, Hatchman, part of this is we recognize that um, there are people out here that are, that are you know, turned around wrong and whatever, whatever however you want to say it. 
The bottom line is, as a country, we cannot afford to have their children go through another generation not being educated. So what I'm what I'm looking for from you. Well, let me let me share this with you. This is this is see in in the Republican Party, you know, there's no party that's going to give you everything you want. All right. But of the things that I want, like what I talk about, the seven C's of a successful society, not every Republican is going to give me that. But I'm more likely. See, we're dealing in likelihoods. There are no guarantees in life. Okay. Uh, even my next breath is not guaranteed. That's by the grace of God. So. I'm more likely to get what I want from Republican policy because Republican policy is more respectful of the fact that God created you a free man, Chris, and he created me a free man. He created your children free. Now, the Democrats, they want to not acknowledge the the uh, the authority of God in the same way that all nations and members of what I call the coalition of evil, communists, socialists, fascists, Muslim fundamentalists, atheists, what are they, what do all these societies have in, in common? You know, the Soviet Union, Mao, Castro, Pol Pot, the, you know, what they have in common is they want to use the power and force of government, not as a responsibility and a gift from God, but they want to replace God, violate the first commandment, and they want to sit themselves on the throne like they have the authority over you and I, and you and I are not free in their eyesight. You see, you okay. and I, we are cogs in a great wheel, and to them, to educate you and I, it's like training a dog, okay? And I reject that. I reject that. My freedom is a gift from God, not a commandment from my fellow man, because the school board, the governors, the mayors, the presidents— these people, they work for me. I don't work for them. And so to have to have a universal, let me finish this one point. Okay. And we're okay. one minute from break. I'm going to give you a chance to come back. To have right, a right. universal system of the parent makes the choice. We're able to make our choices of where to shop. We can choose what college to send our children to. Why could we not also choose an elementary school, a middle school, and a high school without the school board saying, this is your zip code, this is where you go, period? Well, you, that's a great point. But but unfortunately, I'm, I'm going to tell you that people just don't want to go to school with certain people. And even if you have school choice, there's going to be a way. I guarantee you that there's a way. There's going to be a way for them to keep certain people. Do you think... Do you think Mrs. Samson wants to go? Wants her kids going to school with Pookie? Can you can no. you hold on on the other side of the break? Yeah, man. All right, hold on. All right, folks. The really real deal. We'll be back with Chris. Welcome back to the program, America Man's World Radio. Your friendly, friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And uh, we have our good buddy Chris on the line, and uh, we've been talking about education. And, uh, and Chris, you, we, you, we got right down to the rub. Are you still there, Chris? Yeah, man, I'm here. We got right down to the rub. You you know, I laid it out about the benefit of freedom versus coercion. 
And you agree that that's a good point. But then with that freedom, your concern is uh, racism. Okay, that no, no, uh, no, 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 that, no, that, no, that, no, no. that this person is not going to want their child to go to school no, no, with that no, person, no, no. which is this is why uh, people attend no. school board meetings to make sure when the lines are drawn, they're drawn by neighborhood. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not well, what was, well, then what, what was your statement about this person doesn't want their child to go to school with that person? There are a myriad of reasons, economic and otherwise, why people don't, they, they, they want their child for whatever reason. What's wrong with that? In, you might want your well, child no, no, to go no, no, to no. Harvard and for someone else, J. Listen, Sergeant Reynolds might be, you know, I'm an improvement. Fa- I'm, just stating, I'm, just, I'm just stating the fact at you, man. But what is, so, but so, is so, there a problem with that? So, so moving past that. But hold the, on, the, the hold issue. on. Is that a problem? No, but it, 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 it leaves, an, 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 uh, it leaves it a, a remarkable effect. And it and it unfortunately leaves a a disproportionate amount of kids behind okay, because so, they, for whatever reason. But that's that's well, that's just simply not true because other you know if if a parent is going to make a choice to send their child to a particular school and a different parent makes a different choice, the one has nothing to do with the other because the choice is being made by the parent, not the school board. Because see, the okay, school board okay, you, you have was, to, the you school have to board will send. The school board will send your child to a school that they would never, ever, ever send their child to. You do know that, right? See, you got to let me finish my point. Go ahead. Yeah, finish, let, me, let me finish it, and then you can, you can knock it out. Okay, here's the, here's the issue. You, you, you do believe that it's best for the general welfare of our country that we educate as many people as possible, yes? Yes, of course. Okay, all right, beautiful. We, we, we agree on that point. Now, because of some idiosyncrasies about people, I don't care if it's because uh, their child, uh, they, they particularly want uh, a school that's in a neighborhood surrounded by trees, and they have an adverse uh, perspective on uh, schools that are surrounded by asphalt. I don't care what the reason is. People have their little ways. But that's now, now, not, now here's, people don't make school choices based on trees versus asphalt for the most part. Oh, believe me, they do. Uh, let me, let me, the cosmetics are definitely part of it. But, but let me just say this. I'm interested in any program. I don't care if it's a Republican. I don't care if it's a Democrat. I don't care if it's a, 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 a pink party. And I care less. But my focus is this. When I look around at our country, it is clear to me, clear. And, I, and, and Hatchet Man, I know you're going to come down and say, oh, it's Democrats, Democrats. If you really think that Democrats are responsible for the entire situation we're in in education, I can't. But they run it. They, listen, look. If you well, run, look, if, if you run something, you if you if you want to be the boss, you have to pay the cost. Okay, and so they're the boss, and so they're not. It's just like in all the cities across America, there are not enough Republicans to mess it up. That's not to say if Republicans ran it that they wouldn't have messed it up. Also, right, okay. but they're okay, not okay. in charge. It, so Here's it has to be the fault Here's- of the people in charge. Here's something I think you'll agree with. Are you familiar with Project 21? Yes. Ah, gotcha. Now we're on the same page. Okay. <laughs> now I got you. See, I knew I'd get you. I you I'd don't get have you. me. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. You are, you understand what Project 21 is. I'm not going to waste your time explaining. You can explain it after I'm off the phone. But there's a clear example where Republicans got together and said, you know what? We need to make sure that we're bringing kids up in a way that fits our values, our system, whatever that is. 
Wouldn't right. it be awesome? Wouldn't it be awesome if Republicans said, hmm. But what's you know wrong what with that? It's the same hold thing on, Democrats do. They want hold your on. child to be hold confused on. which bathroom to use. Uh, you know, you got a thousand Come things. On, Hatchet, man. You got to let me talk. Make <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Make, I'm, you got to make it, it quick now. Two more I minutes. Am, I am, I am. Wouldn't it be awesome if Republicans said, you know what? Y'all keep accusing us of being racist and, and totalitarian and dictators. And all. Okay, I'll tell you what we're going to do. And we're, we're none gonna of that. Up, we are going to open up centers in these neighborhoods. And we're going to make sure that these kids make it to school in a safe way, that the schools deliver the product that they're supposed to deliver, make sure these kids are amenable to education. We're going to produce kids that are ready to take on their task. And, and guess what? Our Republican stamp is going to be on them. Now fight that, Democrats. It's not a Republican stamp. What it is, it's just, you know, Republicans believe in things that are real and solid, okay? We believe in in God, okay? That's real and solid. We believe in the Constitution. That's the agreement by which the nation is governed. We believe in capitalism. That's, you know, one plus one equals two. We, you know, we believe in... Things that are, we believe in science. A boy is born a boy. A girl is born a girl. You know, Democrats, they don't believe in these things. Democrats believe no matter what you're born, you can be whatever you want, okay? One plus one equals 11 if your math is creative enough, okay? You know, so, you know, and, and ditto for um, the, the phony global warming, okay? Uh, we believe in things that are real, and so it's not a, a Republican stamp. It's a reality stamp, okay? We want to encourage people to live in accords with the real world, the world as it is, things that where things can function in a natural way and not have things forced, okay? Because this is how you can live free. You can't live free if someone is, uh, is, 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 is um, giving your children uh, blockers, um, which is uh, pharmacaea, in the Bible, in the book of Galatians, uh, fifth chapter, ninth verse, pharmacaea. They're using medical warfare against your children to make a, a boy become a girl or a girl become a boy. And now you can't even give your child an aspirin without permission from the teacher, but the teacher can give you, if your child tells your teacher, oh, I think I want to be a girl, they can go and have surgery or if the child is pregnant and, and wants an abortion. They can go and do that and not tell the parent in many states. Now, fortunately, well, we're not I'm, there I'm yet in Virginia, but in many states. I don't believe that. Well, this, in many, say, many states, Virginia's not there yet, but this is what's been happening in Virginia, Chris, and you have to acknowledge this, is that people have been moving to Virginia from other regions of the nation, uh, just like they did California. California used to be a beautiful state, but everyone wanted to live there. And so uh, in the South, you have people leaving the Rust Belt going where? To the South, better weather. They're tired of shoveling snow every year, okay? And so gradually the South is becoming blue. And so this is what these people do. They leave the places that they've ruined, and then they get to this nice place, and the first thing they want to do, Chris, is they want to become a member of some board so they can start telling us hicks how to live and what to do. And so many of them come, they just take over. And this is why you hear me always railing about Silent Adam. You know, Adam 
was standing right there when Satan was talking to his wife Eve, and that joker didn't open his mouth. And I'm trying to get Republicans and Christians particularly to stand up and speak and stop trying to be nice, okay? We're the nicest people, but the average Democrat, they think we are the mean people. Now, do you ever run the average average Joe in the street? If you were to ask them which party has more mean people, would they say Democrat or Republican? I I don't know. I, I, I know the average person would say Republican because why the, uh, the 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 institutions that control culture, such as Hollywood, television, um, music, well, academia—that's the problem right there. That's that's the problem. Right, you, you, that is a problem. You, you just said it. You just said it. You have to be able to reason, and if you deal with people that are not educated, they respond emotionally. They don't. They right. don't reason. I'm going to suggest a book for you, Chris. Crimes of the Educators. Okay, Crimes okay. of I, the Educators. I interviewed that I'm familiar, author. I'm familiar with that book. Have you read it? No, but I'm, I'm familiar with it. I actually know the author. I've actually sat and listened to the author speak. Oh, okay. I interviewed, I interviewed the author of that book on this program. You have to read that book, okay? I had, I, I, I've known for many years about the educational system. I had no idea that, it, A, that it was as deep as it is, and, B, I really I'll, had I'll no idea. I, I, I will read that if you read Norm Chomsky. <laughs> oh, I'm very familiar with Norm Chomsky. I'd like to, well, but listen, listen. Hey, I like you, brother. I love your show. I think you. Thank I think you. I, I think I think you're doing something. And I just want to make one little suggestion. It's just it's just a suggestion. Go ahead. I would love it. I would love it if you got a guy in there who had some opposing views once every once in a while, and you just just like you and I just did. And look, well, man. Well, look, man, we gave I, you 15 I, minutes, brother. Call I'm up not, more hey, often. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> you, you, you know I like you. I, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what, but I, look, I, 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 I do invite. Every time I talk to you. I do invite these people. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, but, you know, folks don't come. So, I mean, what can you do? Anyway, yeah. be blessed. And uh, I, I'm glad your your children are blessed. And you, you have grandchildren yet? No, I don't. But one thing I wanted to ask you, I never got that contact information. There's an organization where you work with, uh, I think, Young Boys. Oh, yes, and you're, yes. you're going to send that to me, but I never got it. I oh, okay. You know. Well, look, give your, give, don't hang up. Uh, give your contact information to Tracy Lynn, and then I'll, I'll make sure I get that back to you because we're going to be cranking that. It's called the 100-man uh, the challenge. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. You'd be great at that. And uh, we've All not right, gotten 100 men yet, but at our final meeting uh, of the last school year, I think we had about 60, 65. We had a really, really impressive uh, turnout the last time. And it's a, well, I got, it's I got a, a 15. I got a 15 year old who was a page, the Virginia Assembly, and he's going to Germany for a year and 30 days. Oh, Great. Bless him. Bless him. And yeah, bless man. you for being a good father. Listen, I got a roll, my friend. Talk to you. All right. Hold on. All right. All yeah, right. don't hang up. All right, now. All right, well, we're going to take our final break of the day, folks. And when we come back, hey, maybe we'll get another phone call here. 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. If 
Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee, across the plains of Texas, from sea to shining sea, from Detroit down to Houston. Attention tradesmen, since 2009, CodeUpdateForYou.com has provided continuing ed courses to renew your fuel, gas, plumbing, electrical, or HVAC card. CodeUpdateForYou.com aims for simplicity from sign-up to course completion and sends in your results for you. With CodeUpdateForYou.com, you can complete your course from your home or work computer 24-7 at your own pace. Experience great customer service and get your required CEU credits by going to CodeUpdate, number four, letter U.com. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live. Our final segment of today's program. Uh, I want to thank you all for being out there, and we want to give a very special uh, thank you to our new affiliate, WLVA, 94.1 FM and 580 AM out in Lynchburg, Roanoke, and Bedford. And um, Now, folks, I'm not going to read this article, uh, but I want to uh, suggest to you that you go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, thereallyrealdeal.com. 
dot com and uh, and just uh, click on articles and the and my article is right there along with uh, many many uh, radio programs, many many interviews, many articles that I've written, television shows that I've done. Uh, all sorts of uh, good stuff there. And in the meantime, uh, we're going to welcome our good friend, Big Mike, to the program. Big Mike, what's on your mind, brother? Hey, man, uh, you gave him a lot of time. And the simple answer is the left is running the schools. They're not education centers. They're indoctrination centers. <laughs> yes. And you're not going to get him to understand that. <laughs> so the way I look at it, that was 45 minutes wasted. But anyway, and the reason that these people can come from other countries, and you'll find most of those are Orientals, they come from backgrounds that have strong family backgrounds. That's and what I said. And, and that's why. in that public education system. And, this, and, 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 you know, for Chris out there, nothing's changing as long as your people are running education. It's only going to get worse. Well, that's why I, I said that uh, Chris has gotten good outcomes because family, his family is strong and tight. And Asians, typically the family is strong and tight. And so, uh, you know, and you look at historically, Mike, that people have come here uh, from many other cultures. Uh, a lot of times all they have is a tight family. Okay, and as a matter of fact, when people come here the right way, quite often it takes a strong family for you to even get here because in the past they had to self-finance and nobody was going to give them uh, welfare and all this. You had to come here the right way. You had to be able to take care of yourself. You had to have a sponsor. And so what the family would do is they would put their money together and they would choose the strongest one of the family, the smartest one, the one with the best in character and integrity, and they would say, look, you have to go, and the family is dependent on you. And so that person would come, and, and they would work, and they would try to get more over here. Uh, you, you, you disagree with that, Mike? No, no, but I don't want to stay on this subject too long because you and I know what the problem is. <laughs> yeah. Now, what I do want to say, what the heck is wrong with this guy Pruitt? that he continued on with his uh, 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 doing things that was, uh, you know, open to people uh, complaining about what he was doing. Yeah, you know, this that, is... That's, that's, I mean, we don't have to comment on that. I mean, what's wrong with this guy? I Something don't know ain't what... right with these people when you know they're going to come after you that you continue doing it. And the worst thing about it is when the Democrats do it, the Republicans never say a damn thing. This is true. This is true. And, and also, so... this Mueller... He taps more career prosecutors in the Russia probe. Well, this message is for you, Jeff Sessions. You are a chicken. You are a chicken. Are you saying that Jeff is not toting a set of onions? Right now, your recusal and and just shut this thing down. It's a disgrace. Are you saying that Jeff Sessions is not an onion toter? That's exactly what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm saying. And, and, And Orrin Hatch. Orrin Hatch, instead of being hatched an eagle, he was hatched as a chicken, too. <laughs> now, that's a good one, Mike. I'm going to have to borrow that. <laughs> well, you can borrow that, and now you got to get, you know, you said you had, you added four Ds to my four Ds. Now, how about uh, you said you're going to mention them, so why don't you finish out the program mentioning them? I'm going to do that, Mike, and this is what the, the eight Ds are. The Democrat Party of deception, despair, depravity, disease, division, devolution, destruction, and death. And this is, and, and, the, and the root of this is when you violate the first commandment, when you take God off the throne and place yourself on the throne, 
This is naturally what happens because man is fallen and in need of salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. And if we think we can do it on our own and whether we are messing it up through sins of commission, which is what many Democrats who want power do, it's a sin of commission. Or, Mike, if we mess it up by sins of omission, which is what many of these low-fat Republicans do because their sin is to, like you say, they don't open their mouth up when it's time to speak truth to power, okay? They just want to go along to get along, and just yeah. it's too late for that. Now, we, this is why Trump is being successful, because Trump sees the problems. He's not afraid to speak. He does speak, and he does so forcefully. And more importantly, Mike, Trump does it creatively, Okay, I mean, people people are now laughing at Democrats. Okay, and 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 that's a good thing because to the person that's listening, uh, you know, all of a sudden it's no longer written in stone that Democrats are nice and Republicans are evil, or or Republicans are a bunch of country hicks. What was that Obama said? We we cling to our God and our guns and our antipathy. To people that don't look oh, like us, and let me say and this one is thing. what they truly think, Mike, because uh, Obama was, was recorded in secret saying that. Yeah, well, can I say one thing about Obama? Yes. Okay. First of all, this guy Flynn. I don't know. They accused him of lying. Was it lying to the FBI? Although the FBI, yeah, it was a process crime. The, the FBI said he was truthful and he did not lie, but they needed a scalp, and so they were going to bankrupt the man. So they forced him to stop the bleeding financially. The man lost his home. Yeah, to, I know all yeah. that. I know all that. He, they forced him to plead to say, guilty though. to something minor. Yeah. The thing is. This man, if, if he in fact did tell a lie, it didn't affect anybody. But we had somebody come along and told a monstrous whopper of a lie that affected millions of people. Oh, yeah. You know, the man who said, if you like your plan, you can keep it. <laughs> if you like your doctor, you can keep it. It's going to cost you $2,500 a year less, so ask your boss to give you a $2,500 raise. What kind of a lie was that? And nothing happens. Yeah. He low fat. Chicken, uh, uh, blueberry <laughs> toast Republicans are a disgrace. And thank you for letting me say, and you can get the final word on your own show. And oh, thank you, Mike. Weekend. God bless you, brother. God bless you, too. Oh, Mike is in fine form today, and we're going to say hi to uh, Al. Al, what's on your mind, brother? Hey, nothing confrontational today, Craig. Just wanted uh, two points. Uh, shout out to Maximus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Maximus the Hatchet Hound. There you go. And second point is just to congratulate you on your expansion to Lynchburg. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, brother. I'll let you go so you can close the show. Okay. Thank you now, Al. God bless you. you. Have a blessed day. You too now. Well, all right, folks. So that has been it. It's been a great program. We really appreciate all of our callers. We appreciate you out there being listeners and um we really appreciate uh, the uh, the Epperson uh, family of radio stations for allowing the really real deal with Brother Craig the Hatchet Man to expand uh, out to WLVA in uh, Lynchburg, Roanoke, and Bedford, uh, 94.1 FM and 580 uh, AM. And um, it's just uh, a true blessing. And um, we want to remind you all uh, in the uh, Richmond uh, Central Virginia area, 
that there is no longer a 97.7, so you have to catch it on 820 a.m. And our rebroadcast tomorrow uh, will be on uh, 9 to 11. And uh, we want to share uh, a final thought with you, uh, which is just simply uh, a blessing, and it's a blessing uh, that Aaron got this started, uh, that the Lord would bless and keep thee, that the Lord would make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious to thee, that the Lord would lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And so with that, we're going to see you all next week right here. Same hatchet time, same hatchet station. God bless you, America. Stop.